Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Horrid honky tonk. It may sound a little bit frail there, Andy. Yeah. You know, like a little bit like you're in I, need of some nice boiled fish, something for frail people. I, I don't feel I am. Um, do you think there's maybe a lung capacity issue? Quite, quite the contrary, to be honest with you. I thought that sounded a bit like like a rocket ship afterburners. Right. Yeah. yeah. And with you, I've said that that rocket ship is bound for Sunland. Yeah. It'll land on the retail park, yeah. car park, where, of course, it will be dismantled by scavengers. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> and so for scrap. Is there anyone famous from Sunderland, Andy? Um, who have we got? We've got um, Dave Stewart, the Eurythmic. Right, that's not bad. Um, we've got Denise um, Robertson. He used to be the Agony, oh, the Agony Ant on This Morning, now deceased Denise Oh, Robertson. right, because I was just going to say she were a bit sour in real life, but, oh, rest in was peace. Was she? Yeah. Oh, that's I thought, thing. isn't that, you know that advert where the bloke goes, fantastic! I thought, isn't he from Sunderland? No. You know, what, go what? compared, he goes, fantastic! What, the fat opera singer? Yeah, but not him, the bloke in the cab who goes, oh, the fantastic! That sounds more of a cockney cabbie, I think. I don't think that's Sunderland. No, he just seems a bit dumb, I thought he probably from We've got Sunderland. Lauren Laverne from, um, oh, she's from lovely, off the radio, she? yeah. She doesn't live in Sunderland anymore either. No. I think in terms of famous people who still live in Sunderland, there's um, there's me. You're not famous. No? Your tits are. Well, But you aren't. Um, I've got a... I must... You know, I don't mean want to sound like a bank manager or your accountant or anything, but I must, of course, uh, give you a choice of names, Andy. I must accept that, that, that okay. challenge. First off is James Caramel. Now, just so you know, I I reckon he marries old birds and then nicks the jewellery, that sort of character. Can I just say that? I don't think you've put a great deal of effort into that one. Well, fair enough. You know, well, don't choose it then, Andy. Well, it might second be the best one, one. I don't know. I want the rest of them like. Second one is tit, Tits Wednesday, yeah? Only washes his tits midweek, and he's the only bloke in the UK with fallopian tubes. Right. You fancy that? Better. Better, Better okay. backstory, definitely. All right, you'll like this one. Bubbles McParty. Right, dominates at all parties with a screeching laugh and her antics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's kind of me. That's that's no, my ne- feminine side. <laughs> the next one I predict you'll probably go, go for, for. It. Now, he's an ITV detective. Yeah, yeah, and he's addicted to. I'm going to say something like Malibu, like a, one of those drinks. Right, Bailey's Malibu. Taboo. Taboo. Yeah, he's lovely. He's an ITV that. detective. That's the only blot on his copy, but is his, what's it called, taboo addiction. Yeah. And he's called Nick Sparrow. <laughs> you taking it, or are you Tits Wednesday? I'm not taking it. What are you taking, Ronnie Hot Dog? What was the second one? Tits Wednesday. Tits, yeah, I'm going with Tits Wednesday. Okay. Thank tits you very much. Tits by name. Tits by nature. All right, hello, um, Tits Wednesday. How are you doing? I'm all right, thanks very much. How's yourself? First of all, how's your health? Because a lot of people ask me to ask you that. Not telling you. Oh, 
have I think you, you could... a, have you got a separate podcast you're gonna do no what am my health one yeah like men's health where you yeah. fiddle around with your testicles all yeah day. all of that the Jay tell you what's funny you saying taboo for Nick Sparrow is my very first thing I've got a note to ask you is is are you watching the TV show Taboo. No way. Tom Hardy. It's and almost some kind of mind-reading thing. No, I'm not. It's really good. Because uh, once I realised that it wasn't about the drink Taboo, You've rejected I just switched it. off. What was, the, what was Taboo's sister drink? There was another one. Malibu Taboo. Mirage. Mirage. Taboo and Mirage. What's the green one? Absinthe? No, not Absinthe. It's green and it's melon. Anyway, look, we're boring people here. Midori. Midori, yeah. I was addicted to that for about a month. Viva I, Midori. Andy, I've got a lot to get through, but I come back, you know I'm a bit out of breath. Yeah. I have just been to a restaurant where one of the diners was someone of great significance to your life, and I'm going to make you guess. You'll not believe who was in the restaurant. Someone of great significance to my life. Yeah. So there's going to be someone connected to football. Not saying, you know, like... What, you're not even going to do... All right, I'll give you yes and no. I'll give you help. But come on, just first off, some... give us a flourish of guesses. Me dad. No, it's a famous person. Me mum. Oh, for fuck's sake. Who might it be? <laughs> um, who would you love to? Have, who would you love to have seen in a restaurant? I could watch Ken him. Dodd. It wasn't Ken Dodd, no. He's uh, on the telly, though. Uh, oh, I think I've got it. Who is it? Greg Wallace. It was fucking Greg Wallace. <laughs> and I ain't kidding you. And... Yeah, I've got a photo. I took a sneaky photo. Did you? So I'll, we can put that up on the website. No, don't. Just show me. I'll don't show share you. it with them. There you are. Where the? Look at that. Can you see him? I didn't get that there close. He there he is. Ooh. What's he got round his neck? Is it a cravat? It's a napkin. He's eating properly. He's entertaining <laughs> the troops there. So can Actual you believe troops. it? Can you believe it? Because I know you're doing a musical about his life. I am, yeah. It's coming along quite nicely. You might want to include a bit where it's like heartbreaking for him because because of his fame and that, he has to hide away in these posh restaurants and people are taking photos. Dickheads like me are taking photos. Do you know where we could include another part of the Greg Wallace musical? Where? We could do some live shows, couldn't we? But we are, we are going to do some, aren't we? I think so, yeah. Well, we now worry confirmed my, yet. My only worry, Andy, is, is that no one will turn up, right? Right. So I, if we, we do them, but people have got to follow me or you on Twitter yeah. or follow Athletico Mints because yeah. that's the only place you're going to get that's the That's where it will be announced. And that's at Athletico Mints on Twitter. Yeah. Or we're on Facebook as well as Athletico Real Mo- Mints. Bob Mo- all you're, that you're stuff. at Real Bob Mott, but I'm at Profanity Swan. Yeah. So you've got to follow us. If you want to find out where and when these so-called shows are going to be, yeah, will there be shows? I mean, we're, we're, we're sniffing around Newcastle and Liverpool, is it? We're having a look. We're having a look. A little, bit, a little bit in the north, maybe a little bit in the south. Four hundred seaters. Test the water. Four hundred seaters. Yeah, the show will be a shambles, but that yes. makes, a, makes a refreshing change. Yes, you know, you're not going to get a John Bishop, Michael McIntyre type performance. No. Hey, hey, hey! Have you ever noticed <laughs> when they do a live show, it's shit. And they won't let you in because you got a brass hand. All that business. Have you ever noticed that these days they don't let you do a comedy show and let you read off a piece of paper on the stage? <laughs> well, we will be reading from pieces of paper. Would you like to call me a little shit? Oh, you little shit. Nice one. D- d- um, wanted to establish this for a while. Does the Aldi at, in Sunderland actually There's have more a, than one, so do you okay, want to Do they have a whole aisle dedicated to chicken dippers and blue drinks or not? No. Okay. These days, it's a small part of the offering. 
Really? They do like well, exe- turkey dippers, extra dippers. special executive stuff. I bet they I, di- got, I got some kangaroo steaks from there the other week, frozen. Because they were cheap, I presume. Can I do a song about the unruly mangoes? Yeah, I enjoyed that. Because I've got another one. They've been out and about again. Here we go. Two large mangoes down the library. Two large mangoes getting books for free. Drawing some cocks and some balls in Fifty Shades. Two large mangoes, fans of biology. Two large mangoes on the microfiche. Two large mangoes researching family trees. Looking at people with surnames like Shit Tits and Quim. Two large mangoes chucked out on the street. I quite like it. So there we go again. I'm sad that we're shut out. Unruly again, yeah. ejected. Yeah. No criminal proceedings this week, so that's that's all right. The do you know the most frightening? I was thinking after you did the mango song last week, and if we did get invaded by mangoes, right? Yeah. Say like a bigger mango, they'd have a really leathery, sentient skin. one. Yeah. With legs. But the worst one would be that Dorian fruit. Have you seen that with the spiky exterior? Yeah. That would be quite a an nem- an enemy, main yeah. enemy. I think fight. they would probably they'd probably be the first ones through to sort of crush and destroy everything and then the actual mangoes would come through and take would they have legs do you think or would they roll that's what I don't know I mean I think if I was doing the film of it I'd CGI it and they would roll yeah I think so definitely it's more intimidating with the rolling I've got a statement from my wife a statement yeah because I have a certain sympathy with you basically just by background she bothers to write all these questions and that and you give them short shift you won't answer so this is her statement Quote, can I just say you are very rude, a typical chauvinist northerner. I take the time to write the questions and from day one you have dodged every fucking one. Brackets, i.e. the bungalow. Close brackets. Bungalow. It's not funny and you are not clever. I don't know why Bob bothers with you. Bob is a classy style character. You are a pig and a lump of shit. End of quote. Now, that's I know it's a bit sweary, but you've obviously got her annoyed. So bearing that in mind... Could you please answer the wife's questions this week? Oh, there's questions as well as a statement? Yeah. Well, I'm supposed to be buttered up by the statement, am I? <laughs> Is that going to be an incentive? Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we will. Do you ever eat fresh food, e.g. fruit? Yes. I ate a chicken sandwich earlier from okay. the shop. So what's fresh about a chicken sandwich from the well, shop? Well, it had today's date on it. Oh, right. So, all right, fair enough. You don't eat fresh fruit. Do you ever eat fruit? Yeah. Yeah, you do? What Mangoes. Fruit? Ugh. Do you have a toilet brush or do you just scrape at the marks with the empty toilet roll? Well, I have a toilet brush, but I've used it that much that all of the bristles have come off, so now it's just like a stick. What are you it's shitting a blue, grit? a blue plastic stick. What? What are you... What are you, what are you? No, I've, I've used it that much to scrub away the stains. Yeah, but what are you scrubbing at that you need to put that kind of arm work into it? It's not about quantity, it's about sort of repetitiveness. All oh, right, you really I've go had, at it. I've had you. the bog brush for about eleven years. And have you ever cleaned the bog brush? Well, I just swish it around in the water and then just leave it to dry itself. Oh, what about the residue in its little? Oh, for Christ's sake! I don't know what the fucking etiquette is with bog brushes. Are you considered posh for a northerner? Um, um, well, um, yeah. You're a posh Probably, lad. For Sunderland, yeah. you're a posh lad. I think so, yeah. yeah. I live like near the top of a hill, that's what you mean. Can you mix easily with the scum and the posh in Sunderland? Um, I had a conversation with the window cleaner the other week. Yeah. That went all right. Who's the poshest person in Sunderland? I suppose the person who owns the Kentucky or the, or the 
or the McDonald's, something like that? Um, probably the King of Nissan, whoever that is. Yeah, you, like he lives in Sunderland, the King of Nissan. Well, he does. He lives in like a penthouse on top of the factory. Really? Yeah. That would be an interesting place to visit. Yeah. But it's it's not... It's a different king every year. You know, like a, a city gets a mayor. Yeah. And it changes every year. The king of Nissan changes every year. And is he year. Japanese? Or no, it's just one of the lads that works on the... Oh, he's, he is nominated floor. He's nominated as king, yeah. Oh, that's a lovely system. I think system. it's a penguin this year. Oh, as if. That king penguin yeah. from Medellin, Can you Brazil. respect the question, please? I don't know. Ask Do your wife if she's going to, you know, be a bit more civil in the future. Oh, excuse me. She's given you 37 weeks... She bothers to write them. You think I write them. I don't. The wife No, I'm, the I'm well aware who writes them. Andy, Bob. hit me. Give me some Istanbul. Okay. <clears throat> Istanbul. Models on billboards. Istanbul. Jacket sleeves rolled up. Istanbul. White woven loafers. Istanbul. Elasticated bomber jackets. Istanbul. Todd down a manhole. Istanbul. There you go. That's a, a little evocation that I do on behalf of the Turkish Tourist Board. Very good. I hope that's enticed you've, someone. You've, you've done them proud there. Can I just have a quick game of yes no with you? Yeah, go on. Yes no, Bob. Roll on deodorant. Yes. Spray deodorant. No. Robert Mugabe's abandoned <laughs> knickers. <laughs> Has to be a yes. One out of three. Because they're abandoned, yeah. I'd like to know the story behind that. Would you like to know where well, they were next abandoned? Next week, could you tell me the little story of how his how knickers became? How Robert Mugabe lost his knickers. I'd really like to know. Okay. I think, okay. Yeah, we're definitely lacking on um, dictator anecdotes so, on this podcast. 
so I get VIP tickets for everything. So obviously I went to the players' lounge afterwards. Now it's London, White Hart Lane. It's pretty yeah. flashy in that. Um, so I had half a lobster with some baked beans and fried bread. Yeah, right. Um, they even had waiters, Andy. Like all in every waiter was in like fancy dress, different representing their different countries and shit like that <laughs> from around the world. It wasn't like like when I went to. Um, I remember going to Charlton and they just had hot dogs. Right. But anyway. In a way, that's better. Well, what, there you are. There's a contrast there. Priorities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, the bloke who serves me, he's got a poncho on. Sombrero, I suppose, South American vibe or whatever. And he whispers to me, bends down to me here suddenly, and he says, meet me in the lift in one minute. I have powerful news on the White Hearts. So, like, a bit Mexican. That's what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But South American. So... I go up the lift to meet him, he grabs me inside, puts like a magnet thing on the door, close button, so it remains shut. Uh-oh. So that's interesting, isn't it, Andy? A bit, a bit scary? Well, I knew there was, ooh, I was a bit cautious. Yeah. He's a big lad. You didn't think you were going to get your head kicked in. And his head's bowed, so I can't see his face under his poncho right. and that. Can I ask Andy at this point, who do you think he might be? How do you think he's going to turn out to be? Just have a guess. Aito Karanga. <laughs> no. Oh. No, all right. Well, you come back to that at any that's, point that's you, you want to guess who it Head's is. Head's gone blank. I can't see his face. He says, listen, there are powerful forces at work. Debbie Ali has made an application to join the Walker and Rose Overdrive, a new gang with a bent towards urban music <laughs> and the street food scene. So, I hope. He says, Harry has found out and there is a showdown in the toilets <laughs> in five minutes. So what do I do, Andy? Well, you got the toilets, Hot obviously. Yeah. Was, this, was this before the match or after it? After the match. After the match, yeah. obviously. It was at 5.30 cook-off, so it was quite late. So anyway, um, I go straight to the toilets, get there ahead of it, yeah? I hide in a cubicle. In the next cubicle, just saw him popping in as I got there, is Aito Karanka. So I'm listening and I hear... Uh, plop. <laughs> then I hear Debbie and Harry. Yeah, they're in there. Yeah. I thought, yes, shit, this is going to be an exclusive. You know what I mean? And they're having an argument. This is how it goes. This is Harry Kane, right? So, Debbie, what's this I hear about you wanting to join the Walker and Rose Overdrive? It's very upsetting and not very loyal of you. And Debbie says, feel the ferocious heat. Harry, oh, fuck that, Debbie. I'm not in the mood. I just want to know if it's true. He says, Debbie, look, I don't want to leave the White Hearts. It's just that Walker and Rose Overdrive are a bit more like with it. They like street food and urban music and 3D printing. <laughs> all, we, all we ever do with you is go to your mum's house and play in the garden and help your mum cook, look after your baby and that. Harry says, right, that's it. You have literally broken my heart with upset and I feel very jittery. I want your White Hearts key ring, membership card and special necklace. I want it back right now. (laughs) Bang! My door opens. Harry, get out, you creep. I apologise, I say, look, I, I say, oh, what, look, the South American bloke said I was going to, there was going to be trouble and I just wanted to help if there was any problems. Maybe I could be a go-between or something like that. Harry says, this Mexican, did he look like this? 
South American bloke walks into the toilet, takes off his hat, Eric Dyer. I've been, I've, been, I've been set up. Eric said, you have been ambushed and now we will have revenge for the nasty, hurtful things you have said about the White Hearts gang. They all say together, feel the ferocious heat. Then Debbie and Eric grab me, right? And Harry starts filling up the sink with warm water. Oh, shit, man, what's going to happen? Fresh, though. Fresh. Well, first, we are going to splash you with warm water, which you'll find very uncomfortable, a very uncomfortable feeling. And then I'm going to wash my face and throw unclean water at you. It will be full of germs and might give you a very nasty illness. Suddenly, in walks Gaston Ramirez and Christian Stuani, both from Uruguay. Right. Right? Stuani says... There he is, that joker taking the piss out of South American culture and language. I see me chance. I say, oh, look, can you help me? They're about to splash me with warm water and unclean water as well. Harry says, you two don't scare us. I suggest you leave the area or face our ferocious heat. <laughs> it's a bit of a standoff, but honestly, this is like a movie. In walks Alvaro Negredo. Now he's the a beast. Beast, yeah. <laughs> is there a problem here, Bob? Shit. <laughs> Harry, that's not fair. Bringing a grown-up, <laughs> that's just not fair. And he said, "Are you scared, Debbie?" Debbie says, "Yes, I want to go home." And he starts crying. Debbie starts oh. crying. Are you scared, Eric? Eric says, "Yes, I'm very scared." And he falls on the floor and puts his hands in his pockets. You know, Harry says. Me too. Negredo, Alvaro Negredo says, I think you need to apologise. <laughs> so Harry says, We are very sorry for upsetting you, Mr. Mr. Negredo. We promise it won't happen again. And would it please be OK if we could go home now? So Negredo says, Yes, run along. I say, Oh, thanks, lads. Hey, do you mind me asking? Like, are you like the Borough Gang? Negredo says, Yes. I say, what are, you, what are you called like? And he says, Los Umbral Bastardo. <laughs> I say, sorry, what is that in English? The Daft Bastards. <laughs> so there's a Borough Gang as well, I didn't know. The did you? Daft Bastards. Yeah. Did you, hey, Andy, did you think that story was a bit like the girl on the train? <laughs> <laughs> what, the one who had the dog this morning? The, no, the, <laughs> on the way down. Have you seen that girl on the train? Movie. No. Oh, what dire. I saw Nell McAndrew on a train once. Nell McAndrew. The model. She got tits to spare and all that. Well, she was heavily pregnant, so yeah. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Well, I'll leave it at that. The uh, I've spoke to Nicole Kidman once. Have you? Yeah. I, face I was, to face? Yeah, I was doing, I was at the BBC doing, I think it was a jo- like a chat, Jonathan Ross show, I and mean, yeah. she was one of the guests. Her dressing room was next to mine. She just by chance came out the dressing room. God, she's really tall. She, really tall. And thin. Thin, but she's, like really she's been photoshopped. Yeah, she's and she's like quite, quite striking, I suppose. Yeah, I didn't know suppose. what to say, so I asked her. I said um, something like, "You're staying in London? You're living in London, or whatever?" And she said, "Yes," not wanting to talk to me, whatever. <laughs> and then my punt to have a conversation was, "Is is your local shop any good?" <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of that. It just ended there, did it? <laughs> So that that gangs of the EPL thing that you do, yeah, it's it, it's cute and everything, but I suspect that some of it's made up. Where, um, whereas, 
with the secret soccer superstar that we we have as an occasional guest on yeah. the show. He's definitely real. Well, I know that. I tell you what, Andy, it isn't made up. Are you sure? It isn't made up, honestly. Right. Well, the secret soccer superstar doesn't make his stuff up either, and he's never mentioned a gang I yet. I never said he did. All right. Well, he's here again this week talking okay, about... Okay, let's have a listen. Let's see what he's got to say. Lots of footballers make a bit of extra money by doing sponsorship stuff for big companies. The bonus cash you get can mean the difference between just driving a car or upgrading to something better, like a van. I used to have a deal with me local barber. If I hung round his barber shop every Wednesday afternoon, signing autographs and giving out dribbling tips, I'd get six free haircuts every calendar year. I almost got another deal with a hat company at the same time, but it would have clashed with the barber deal, so I had to turn it down. I was gutted. One of me best footballer mates has got a deal with a top, top high street chemist. You know the one I mean. He puts a sticker with their logo on it in the back window of his car. And now he gets 50% off all his tablets. And they send him blobs through the post in unmarked packaging and everything. Mm. Well. There we go. That, the murky world of sponsorship. Disguised as ever. We still don't know who he is. Yeah. Top, top player though. Is it um, Jimmy Husband? No. No, oh, okay. Um, I is I just is I'm going to say this is by way of an admission. I wrote this down, right? Mm-hmm. It's just an admission. I'm sorry. I wrote, "Hello, is it Bree you're looking for?" Right. Yeah. Then I wrote down, "Hello, is it Gee you're looking for?" Right. Right. Then I wrote down, "Hello, is it Three you're cooking for?" <laughs> but I'm just saying, and I'm sorry that I brought it into the that, podcast. That, you know what? That's all right. I expect some advertising agency will be stealing those lines. And using them within the next few Hello, weeks. Hello, is it three you're cooking for? Clap like X Factor. No, I'll do it again. All right. Hello, is it three you're cooking for? There you go. Very good. Um, I mentioned earlier spray on deodorants and roll on deodorants. Yeah. You know them spray on deodorants that come concentrated? Yes. The little, the little yeah. smaller cans. Smaller cans. Smaller, but more in them, apparently. Is it, well, do it could you, be. Do you I trust concentrate. them? Do you trust them? Well, think about your think about your fruit juices, like your yeah. concentrated ones, yeah. and your your already mixed ones. I, I I kind of believe in the principle of concentration. I think this is super concentration, though, isn't it? I tell you what, I think might be the problem with them is is that I think I would still spray exactly the yep. same amount. I'm of, exactly the same uh, as you. But there's also the fruit juices as well, which is super concentrated. And yeah, they're, they're twice as strong, so you're only meant to put half as much yeah. in. As, you always put the same in. It always tastes the same. Yeah. I don't. I tend not to drink fruit juices. Um, because of your health. No, not because of my health, because I prefer beer. Now, I've got an item that I was going to introduce this week, but I, 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 have we done too long already, Andy? Okay, go on. Well, it's an item called, Is It Time to Replace Your Fridge? <laughs> right. Um, or I can go straight on to the Scottish song. No, we'll just go with that. Is it time to replace your fridge? Let's have some Are you of sure that. it's really dull? I'll be the judge of that. Well, unfortunately, the listeners might be, and they might walk away in the droves. So, what I'm asking is, is it time to replace your fridge, yeah? Okay. Is this a new item? This is for you to look, to to, to, to ponder and think, 
if any of these apply to you, it yeah. might be time to replace your fridge, right? Right. The first thing is, is your food often going off before it's reached its use-by date, yeah? Have I got to answer this personally? No, I'm just... This, this, I'm, this is as dull as this, All yeah? All right. Because if this happens, it's a surefire sign that your fridge isn't working properly. It could mean the thermostat's not working. It could mean your condenser coils are covered in dust. Mm-hmm. Or it could mean your motor is working over, t- over, over time because the condenser coils are too hot. Okay? Right. So that's your number one. Is your food going off before it's sell Right. It? Now you realise how deeply dull it is, do you want me to go on to number I two? I want more, yeah. Okay. Is there a build-up of water or ice on the walls of your fridge? Ah, yeah? I've had that. You've had that? Yep. Okay. Tick. You might be better replacing the fridge if at any point you see a pool of water at the bottom of the fridge or water. Um, the only thing I would say, Andy, is is it can be caused by an inefficient seal around your door. Yeah, so do I've had that, that as well. Do check that. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Tick. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to carry on with this unless it, no, unless please, it receives. Please. Is that uh, all for now? Uh, I'm going to say You're going to leave them now. hanging? Well, no, just, so just check that. Check if your food's going past its use by day, is getting not going off before that, or whether you've got a build-up of water on the sides or the base of the of the, of the the fridge. Okay. Where's this leading to? No, I'm just saying, just so you might say it's time to replace your fridge. Right. I'm not going, to, I'm not going anywhere with it. I don't trust this. Oh, for Christ's sake. The history of the island is rife with tales of strangers making it from the mainland and visiting its shores and meeting their untimely death. The last recorded instance of a mainlander visiting the island shores was in 1976, and this is the tale of what unfolded. (laughs) Young Gavin McNeil was a trainee reporter for the West Island Express, a community newspaper for Malig, Morar, Lockaloit, Glenfinnan, Knockyat and the smaller isles. He had particular responsibility for local and national sport. One day while strolling on the coast at Malig, eating an oat cake with a drink of powdered marvel milk dissolved in warm water, he came across a small green bottle washed up on the shore. Catching his attention, he found inside a handwritten note which read as follows. To whomsoever shall receive this note. My name is young Walter Bannon. I am a 16-year-old and I, <laughs> and I live on the island that can be found using the coordinates below. I am not allowed to leave the island. It is my belief that I am the greatest young footballing talent to have emerged from the west of Scotland since the great Willie Bald. You can find me every day practising my skills down at Wilbrook's Common above Bongo Cove as marked on the map. Intrigued by what he had read, young Gavin charted a small craft and headed for the island. How do you think he's going to get on? He's making his way across the sea. I'm assuming he'll end up dead. Let's find out. As the mainland disappeared from his sight, his boat was suddenly surrounded by a strange red and grey fish that leaped around the boat, causing a whisper to be heard. Turn back, turn back, they seemed to say, but Gavin ignored their pleas, for they were just red and grey fish 
and their conversation would not hold much quarter, e.g. at a ceremony or educational seminar. Arriving at the cove, he was surprised to see a young woman resting on a rock. She wore a tight sage nylon blouse, and it was plain to see had plenty of surplus unused tit <laughs> and additional supplementary folds around her midriff to provide for grip and comfort when on board. His personal pipe stiffened slightly, but instantly relaxed as she spoke. I am the gatekeeper allocated to this cove. This is your first and last chance to leave without harm occurring. Turn away. But he ignored her advice, as she was just a lassie with unused tit and plentiful grip, and as such her advice would never be taken as important, for example in a bookmaker's or at an engineering conference. He followed the path upward, and from his vantage point could see a young boy playing football alone in the dust dumps. <laughs> for sure his skills were unworldly. He would kick the ball high upward to a perfect vertical and trap it on one knee before swivelling 360 degrees and burying it in the net. A line of five footballs were dispatched into the goal, with the young man using only the very tip of his heel to propel them. Gavin walked at a pace toward him. The boy juggled three footballs upon first his head and then by a combination of his shoulder and his personal pipe. <laughs> As Gavin approached, he shouted, Hey, young Willie, how do you do? <laughs> I'm Gavin. But his words stopped there and sudden. For when the boy turned toward him, what Gavin gazed upon killed him in an instant. For Willie had the face that was a combination of Benedict Cumberbatch and Nicola Sturgeon. The face of Benedict Sturgeon! The face of Benedict Sturgeon! So, there you go. I was right. What, what were you right about? It was dull. Yeah, he died. But who warned him? There's a little quiz. What, who tried to warn him? I don't know, I wasn't listening. So you weren't listening? Well, the red and grey fish tried to warn right. him. Right. Turn back! Turn back! Is 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 this going to be a regular thing where you test me afterwards about what's happening um, in the song? I, I, do you know, I always assumed you were listening and, you know, that's a disappointment to me, especially as you criticise them. Do you well, know what I mean? I only hear the kind of, the, the sort of tone of them. Yeah. The, the I should of, put more into the accent, you know. More? more. My I personal pipe was I, gently... I, I do get a bit engrossed in them. Yeah. But I, I sort of find myself drifting off to a, a, a distillery but, yeah. and wanting to I don't drink a lot that. of whiskey. The, um, so let me just say once again, you know, like these live shows, these yeah. shambolic live shows, yeah. coming up sooner than people might think and that the only place they can possibly gain entry yep. is via the various Twitter accounts Your associated. Twitter account, my Twitter account, Athletic, Athletic, Athletic Mince, Mince, because we'd love to see one. people there. And our website as well, athleticgoldmints.com, okay. information on um, can we, um, it would be nice if people turned up, wouldn't it? I suppose we'll still, what it'll, if no one be, buys it, tickets, what do we what, do? It'll just be like this, but in a bigger room. I suppose. So we could get away with it, I suppose. Well, we'll see you there if you come. Please do. Um, but if not, see you next time. Bye-bye.
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 